2: known as my raw flame, coming with laughs and coming with jams. On love lounge, baby, you better catch it when you can. Dropping knowledge from fatherhood to politics, shouting out comics, just paying homage. What's up, Tiff? Yeah, you know she ready. Chi-Town's on speaking to the grown and sexy. Hey. We gon' laugh, cut up and kick it, and at the end, we leave it with just to lift your spirits, make you wanna revisit. Tell your friends, take a listen. Young folks say it's lit, old folks say we dig it. Hey. Can't no bitch do what you do. Hey. Can't no.
5: Laughing, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Flaming Ro, along with my gorgeous and beautiful co host, Lauren Hogan, who's right there, yes. and our fabulous Ken- cameraman, Mr. Kendall. Y'all say hello to Kendall. And I gotta remember to look up at Kendall because y'all got at me because I wasn't looking up at Kendall. But i be trying to read y'all comments.
3: How are you today, Mrs. Hogan? I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
5: Lauren giving y'all legs today. Child, Lauren- it's a
3: little warm in Southern California. I thought I was doing something. I was like, I'll leave my legs out, but. I should have just had my arms out, too.
5: It's, a it's warm. always warm, but it's humid today yes. for some reason.
3: We, yeah. we got some humidity. Global warming.
5: Well. Global look, warming. Tell that to the penguins that live in. Uh, uh, Antarctica. Antarctica. And they over there with uh, bathing suits on. Shit, it's hot. They supposed to be cold. It's hot. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for watching the page yesterday to see that we did the rooftop show with Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Tate and Dion Cole. I had a good time. Uh, Thank you to DJ Sidekick and to Elliot Productions. Start on time, but thank you guys for that. (laughs) But I was there. We did a show.
3: And uh, a new episode is uploaded, at least to your YouTube page. Yes, Lauren did upload
5: last week's episode of... Coffee oh shit, Laugh and Learn with Flame and Lauren. It's up now on YouTube. Yep. So f- subscribe to my page, Lauren. Did you put it on your page as well?
3: Not yet. Priority was putting it on your page, so it's up there. Go look at it for now.
5: She's very professional. Y'all. Ciao. See, that's why I keep her around. A She's lot very going professional. On. She she is. Thank you. She's very I don't even want to tell y'all about the call I got on Friday. But anyway, let's get to the let's get to Laugh and Learn later because we're not going to keep it long. It's hot. We're hot.
2: It's hot as hell.
5: It's a lot going on in the <laughs> world. And I wanted to just say that I made a I had a meeting or did the interview with Fox was that Fox like a week or so ago. Yeah. And I talked about the whole incident about uh, censoring or censoring comedians and what we could not say. I made the point about and I hate that Fox and show that to say that I've heard of a mass shooting every week. In fact, they just had one in um, in Florida, a mass shooting every week. Have you ever heard of mass laughter hurting anyone? It's just a hypothetical question. Don't answer. Oh, uh, okay. Because you know you want to, you don't want to stop selling AR-15s, but you want to stop us from saying what we want to say. I ain't heard of nobody being shot and killed from a damn laughter. Mass laughing, mass laughter don't happen unless you go to a comedy club to laugh. Mass shootings happen in grocery stores, funerals, you know, schools.
3: Can parks. we can we address that though? Yeah. Because because of all the mass shootings in just you know grocery stores and malls and things like that. I've had two incidents probably in the last week where I've gotten like anxiety ridden being in the store because somebody looks suspicious. Yeah. So once I was in uh, Albertson's last weekend over in Gardena and there was a guy outside, but he had a backpack and it was open and I couldn't see it. And then he ended up coming in the store and was just holding the backpack in front of him with it open.
5: Did you get paranoid?
3: I did. I got paranoid and I like rushed to the checkout line and I was like, let me get the hell out of here.
5: But you still checked out. Because oh, yeah. I would have got paranoid and left.
3: Well, no, because I watched <laughs> him because he, the way that my mind works, I was like, let me see where he goes. So I made sure I stayed on the opposite side of the store from where I saw him just in case I needed to exit. There was an exit door right there. Yeah. So I was like, let me just get this stuff and I'm going to head out. And then yesterday I was in Costco. I got in line to get my meds from the pharmacy and there was this white man that was just staring at me for like 25 seconds and when I mean 25 seconds I mean 25 seconds this old white man was just staring at
5: me what was the look on his face though
3: like he he could have
5: been attracted to you
3: no it was giving like he hated me oh wow like and it was just staring at me and I was just like okay and he had his hands in his pocket so I'm
5: and I know you you ain't had your you ain't hear your thing thing?
3: I had my knives with me. To <laughs> shoot. A knife can't stop a bullet. It
5: sure in the hell cannot.
3: So he and I was like, you know, my knee jerk reaction was definitely to go off and be like, what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah. But I was like, OK, his hands are in his pocket. He looks crazy and he's white. So I just was like looking down. I was like, let me not engage. And every time I looked back up, this man was still staring at me.
5: Yeah. it's it, it, You know Lauren, what that, that speaks volumes because you're 27. I'm double your age, probably, where I am. And it's still the same fear. Because it, when I was, remember I told you, I was in Walmart, and I'm, yeah. I'm so suspicious. I'm like, what well, TTJ Jan said, I'm keeping my, because now I'm looking at you, if you got a long coat on for no reason, yeah. if you dressed in all black or something for no reason, I'm like, paranoid as shit.
6: Hell
3: yeah. This
5: is the world that we live in, and monkeypox ain't helping it, because now they want us to live in a touchless world. They don't even want us to embrace each Ciao. other. I'm telling you.
3: But long story short, that man was crazy because another person came up behind me. He started talking to us out of out of the blue and was like isn't being a human such a beautiful thing and look at all these chips around. He was he was crazy. Bottom line.
5: I would have went to another Costco. Ciao. <laughs> Preferably one where they give a lot of free food. <laughs>
3: You know, we love a good sample, but, <laughs> but it's just saying all that to say, I am so paranoid yeah. now. And, it's crazy. And so
5: my, imagine your demographic and my demographic. If we don't you ever meet eye to eye or come to no conclusions where we meet about the same thing about anything, we meet the same thing about that because yeah. I'm nervous too. And I'm not nervous that, you know, because you never know where it's going to happen. I'm not even nervous that of uh, being hurt or, or maimed or whatever, but I'd be nervous for my children because... I'm old school. I'm going to try to hide in the freezer or some shit or I'm going to try to retaliate back. But when you don't see it coming and you don't expect it, we're living in the same kind of environment. Mm-hmm. And it don't matter whether you're in an all-black neighborhood or all-white neighborhood. Crazy is crazy and crazy travels.
3: You ain't said nothing but a word. So. And I
5: think I may have to come to uh, your facility and get me a, a monkeypox vaccine because I'm thinking about getting that one. Cause let me tell you something. My fans, um, I love y'all. I know y'all love to take pictures of me and hug me and smell me. And I love it, love it, love it. But, baby, that monkeypox is ugly. And I'm light-skinned, too. The, oh, no, honey. The
3: crazy thing is I'm going to say, well good luck be qualifying to get one you have to meet a certain criteria in order to get a monkey vaccine Whatever. they're just not readily available
5: well so. I, I can always last say I'm having sex with me
3: you can you can do that but that's the gay men or men who are having sex with men are at, at the forefront of saying, OK, I meet this criteria. You can get a monkeypox vaccine. Well, let
5: me publicly say this, that, that I do not agree with the shit that they're putting out to say that this disease is a gay man's disease. It's that not. was the same shit they said about AIDS in 81, that if you wasn't white and going to bathhouses, you couldn't catch it. Meanwhile, women and babies were dying. All the time from uh, from HIV and AIDS, so it is not a gay man's disease. It is your responsibility to know who you're sleeping with and protect yourself. And this ain't even got nothing to do with sex. Somebody could just touch you.
3: Yeah, it's a skin to skin disease, Ugh. or not? I shouldn't say disease. It's a skin to skin virus. Let me be correct in what I'm
5: saying. I'm gonna go. So. To, I'm gonna call my doctor and tell him I'm thinking about taking it up the ass. Can, can I'm thinking about putting a little murder? Can I get a shot? <laughs> I'm thinking about pulling me a little. <laughs> Speaking of a little Murder, I met Nico Anan the other day, Lauren, at the so recovery event. So you met for the
3: first time. That, like, I thought y'all knew the, each other.
5: N- we knew each other from talking online, but I had never face to face person. Like I ain't okay. never met Tisha Campbell. We interviewed her. Yeah, I ain't right. never met Joe Coy. We interviewed him. Right. But. I met him the, and he seen on the red carpet. We did a red carpet event for on OMNTS, O-M-E-N-T-S, which is a shoe line. So it was all about the shoes on the red carpet. That's why I wore those funky shoes that I was trying to find a dress to match. Mm-hmm. And he seemed more excited to meet me than I was to meet him, but it felt so familiar. Like mm-hmm. I knew him already. Like, oh my God. And, yeah. he, and everybody thought he was swearing with me. He was smelling my fragrance because I'd be smelling good.
3: I was going to say, your cover photo of that video of y'all together is, a, is telling a bit of a different story. It looked like so, we was doing it. Yeah, it looked like y'all was doing something.
5: Well, you know he topping this quarter. So oh. he topping, I'm topping. What that's going to do? What that's going to look like? so if fight? on guard. <laughs> <laughs> it is still laughing, Learn before yeah. we get to the deep. But let's, yeah. let's be funny. So how was your week, Miss Long? Because we're going to be missing you after when? Monday? Tuesday?
3: No, no, no. I'll still be here for a couple Mondays but there is a Monday in the month where I'm going to be gone but um, things are getting busy for me again. I go to Vegas tomorrow for a week and then I got to go to like Atlanta and the New Orleans and New York and Maybe Ohio. No, please be safe. So all I can yeah. say is
5: please be safe. Corona, yeah. Corona is back with a vengeance. Yeah. Our president tested negative and then positive the day later. I don't think that he had got past the first hurdle. First, let me be honest. I don't think so either. And yeah. I think they and were he's just old. Yeah, and he's no old. No shade.
3: This is not ageism. No, it's he's not. Just he's old.
5: He is old. And remember when Corona first hit, mostly it was affecting a lot of older, older people. people. So yeah. don't forget that y'all. And they are so afraid. They are so afraid to say for an hour. That Kamala Harris has the responsibility of being the president of these United States that they would he could be on his deathbed and they won't they won't give her that title.
3: Well, they did give it to remember when he went into Fort Detrick to have that surgery. She was president for like five hours. Oh, and they kept
5: it as low key as possible.
3: Yeah, she was president for like five hours because Joe Biden had to go in and have a surgery. I remember that. That was months ago. But um, yeah, child, he just keeps getting COVID. Poor man. COVID I is out know.
5: here, y'all. Put your mask on. Wear yeah. your mask. I Use Lysol, but Lysol, I don't do nothing for monkey pox.
3: Oh, we got to get to the lighthearted stuff first. Yeah. Beyonce released another album. You can't break my soul. You can't break she my soul. She released an album, and I actually, like, officially just listened to it. I really like it. It's like It reminded me of her self-titled album, Blow. You know that song, Blow, that she uh-huh, has? Uh-huh. It's like she stayed in that lane and just created a whole album, well, and I love it.
5: Well, they I'm, I haven't heard Alien Superstar, but I heard that was one that was really hot. But mm-hmm. I love Big Frida on Break My Soul, and mm-hmm. shout out to Big Frida and TS Madison for both having uh, not lyrics on the song, but they both have spoken parts on both of One of a, TS Madison. two T.S.S. I don't know the name of the song that TS is. I on, didn't even know that. But she's on something. I'm blacker than black. I'm motherfucking black. I'm double black. So it, it was. It was catch. It's cute. I
3: missed
5: that. Uh huh. And Frida, Big Frida, I love. Release the trade. Release the stress. I just love Big Frida. Big
3: Frida pretty much has a, a bit of a feature.
5: Yeah, Big Frida came on through with it. So when Oh, T.S.
3: Madison is on Cozy. I listened to Cozy. I did not hear her.
5: Oh, Cozy. That's the name of the song. I oh, yeah. did not hear her. Mm-hmm. So okay. shout out to Maddie and to shout go. out to uh, Big Frida for representation and being on with the number one star, Miss Beyonce, the, the diva. Mm-hmm. Beyonce, when you make the video, I just want to be, be dressed up as Tina in the video.
3: You, you can I be, a, be the mama. stunt double.
5: Yeah, I can be the stunt, stunt double, double for the mama. You can throw me off a bus or a train or some shit, you know. <laughs> and wanted to break my soul you can you can't break my soul you can just throw mama i'm sick of you mama and push me off the train but and i play i be tina oh my lord for okay. real like for play uh so let's get to the deepness lauren i really do want to get a monkey i need to see i would get that one the monkey pox vaccine well
3: you know it's just like basically a smallpox vaccine right
5: okay well i take the pneumonia That's vaccine so i'm not against i don't want people to think that i'm against vaccines i'm not against vaccines I just some shit. I just be scary to me. But I'll take that monkeypox one.
3: But then so, supposedly more background information. There's supposed to be two doses. But because there's not enough supply to meet the demand, they're only going to like in some states they are only giving one uh, the first dose. They're not going to give you both.
5: If y'all thought so. fatal attraction stops you from cheating, this monkeypox is going to scare the hell out of me. I don't want to give it to nobody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the front, the back or the sides. Hell. <laughs> yeah. What else is in the news, Lauren Hogan? Um,
3: well, I don't know about the national news, but in my news, my birthday's on Friday.
5: That is so. true. The day after the President Barack Obama's, Lauren's birthday is Leos Friday, just y'all.
3: special. We're just special people. It's mm, fine. I
5: got a Leo in the house. I, I, if there's a word. It's a special. It's another meaning with that special. I'm, Leo's I'm a, a different kind of Leo, though. No, you're fine. not. Y'all I the am. same.
3: I am. A, I'm a very different kind of Leo. Look
5: at my black lady at the welfare office lips. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's right, Lauren's birthday. It's Friday. She's it going to be 28 27
5: Oh, she'll be. Tw- God, I feel old. You're
3: you're thirty nine ish. Remember
5: that was on that day. It kicked <laughs> in the next day. The real the realization of old age kicked in like that the next life morning. Life caught up. Life caught Ooh, up. Okay. You'll be so old when you get up and you raise up and you sit on the bed. And you have to just let your feet wave over the edge of the bed because you're like, <laughs> what do I want to do first? Do I want to step down and go to the bathroom? Oh my God, it's a mess. Uh, Husband. So we gonna we gonna send Lauren. We are gonna have a special love lounge for Lauren Friday, even though she won't be here. And we gonna send <laughs> cash up to Lauren because oh, you, you know she got a new house and she got a she got about toilet paper and paper towel and stuff. You know how they do. it. It's expensive.
3: Life is expensive. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say.
5: Deep in the conversation, where we going, Lauren? Let's talk about. what well, I want to talk about the main topic. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> here's my thing. So Congress. Has uh, hundred and fifty, hundred and fifty-seven Congress uh, members of Congress voted against uh, gay marriage, right? OK, including one of the uh, c- congressmen who had just attended his son's, gay son's or, wedding, gay son's wedding to another. And so he voted against that. So my question is, are you against your son? That ain't even my biggest issue right now. The biggest issue is that they made this whole thing about they don't want kids to be going to drag shows. Now, y'all, before y'all attack me, let me say how I feel about that. I'm in a complete agreement with that, but not on the aspect of where I'm agreeing with Congress. I'm agreeing with the entertainers and the club owners. It is not their responsibility nor the entertainer's responsibility to be responsible for what your child sees when you knew up front what was going on. A lot of these drag shows have a lot of vulgarities. And I'm talking about the brunches. I ain't even talking about the night shows because you got to be 21 to get in the night show or at least 18. And when I say kids, I'm talking about ages 3 to 11 when they're real impressionable. Vulgarity, nudity, the language is ridiculous, and I say this about the brunches because brunches you can't do ballads; you have to do upbeat numbers, which is Beyonce naked and the titties and the breastplates and the breast. Some of these blessed breast, breastplates look very real to adults, so um, I can only imagine what they look like to children. And I think it's inappropriate, first of all, for you to bring your children to the unless unless, because there is an unless they have been exposed to that at home or been exposed to that in your personal life. So you may have an uncle or brother or somebody that does drag or close friends. So they understand that they know that because my children knew that not only have my children been to the drag show, my daughters have been in a drag show with me, but they were used to that. If you take somebody who has never been exposed to a, a very impressionable kid, you could do a lot of personal damage to that kid. And that's not that to say that you can't pick up a cell phone right now and go to Twitter and see everything you want to see. But the kid did that on their own. Not you taking your kid to a drag show. Lauren, I I, I want to know your opinion. You're a straight woman.
3: Um, I I agree. I agree with what you're saying. Um, I think it's just interesting because you know before when I was like doing events and stuff with my job, I would go around and like see different prides. Mm-hmm. And like some prides are just drawing the connection some prides are buck wild like if you went to houston everybody's naked wanting to jump in water you go to new york everybody's naked but then if you go to a place oddly enough like baton rouge louisiana their pride is actually family oriented you Mm -hmm. see a lot of parents that bring their kids to this pride and it's it's very family like it's it's different so saying that to say i would say know the event kind of like I know your audience but if you are going to bring your kid to a drag show know what type of content your kid's going to see and if it's appropriate to have your kid in that setting and if it's not don't bring them but I don't know if maybe we want to split responsibility and maybe some drag shows need to say 18 and older or 21 plus or whatever that is to kind of Keep that younger crowd out that shouldn't be seeing those things because maybe the parents' judgment is in their ass at the time. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe that's something that promoters and the club owners could do. But um, I, I agree with you. I don't think that young kids need to necessarily yeah. see that.
5: Well, the problem with that is a lot of them are at restaurants.
3: Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I yeah.
5: mean? So you can't say, oh, it's 18 and older at a restaurant when your kids is coming to eat and they have kid right. menus and all of that. It is just, like you said, it really is up to the individual who's raising that kid or who's responsible for that kid. But I don't like that they're trying to blame the the entertainers or the club owners. It's not the drag queen's fault. I'm not going to change my act because you didn't change yours. If if Beyonce is the hottest ticket on the market and I know that's going to make me the most money in tips, I'm going to do Beyonce. Which means I'm going to probably have on a bathing suit and try to look as much like Beyonce as I possibly could. But... Your kid, you know, I've been at the drag show here when I used to work at the drag show here. They would have their kids that come up to tip us and everything and my boobs all out. And, you know, you feel like it's a kid and it ain't my kid.
3: Honestly, I I feel like it just uh, depends on if you are that parent. Because, honestly, speaking from uh, personal experience, when my mom was out, if she could be out in the street. I was with her. So, sometimes when I was eight years old, I was out till two o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? Just hanging out with her. And my mom was born and raised in new york so i in my opinion i think sometimes that upbringing is a little different like my grandmother for instance worked on broadway she was you know a hairstylist Mm -hmm. so my mom was out late hours of the night because her because my grandmother was working you know so she was backstage with dancers who sometimes had to strip because they had to do a quick change so yes there was nudity on display and those different things so i grew up as a dancer so i experienced those things too as a young age it just it just depends and i think it also goes to the parent and how you educate your child and the surrounding that you're in and what this means and different things like that so i never want to to judge anybody but i kind of can see both sides saying all that to say
5: yeah well i don't think congress has no say so over this y'all got way bigger fish to fry yeah this this should not be that important on your docket Mm -hmm but of course y'all have made it important to your doctor because of florida and texas with abs but if y'all want to fight for something i should think they should fight for this if i was still doing drag shows for a living Because I still enjoy doing a drag show sometimes. But if I was doing it for a living, I would have some pushback on this. like, don't fault me for you not being responsible for your kid.
3: I also think that Congress has bigger issues that they should be focusing on. And in this instance, I would just say, mind your damn business and actually do your job. Because there's much bigger problems in the world rather than you trying to regulate a drag show. But anyway...
5: Cause, and, and, it, and it goes to the whole library thing because, remember, they were having the library time, story time mm-hmm. at the libraries for the kids. Now, I was with that until I seen one of the drag queens sitting there with this, with this bathing suit on with the breastplate and all her ass out with the thigh-high boots. And it was just ridiculous because Mrs. Doubtfire was safe. A Mormon with a dress up to the neck with the little lace around the collar and come all the way down to the ankles, that's safe for a kid you know mm-hmm. what I mean but to, for me you want to read me a romper room story and I'm sitting here looking at you with your ass out and your titties out and I'm four years old and I'm like I can't even hear the story because I'm too fascinated at what the hell I'm looking at
3: you know I mean that like I said I kind of I could see both sides because of the same vein it's like your kids still have access to the internet so they can go look at it on the web if they wanted to i think the responsibility does fall on the parent to have these conversations at the end of the day because it's no different from you know my mom always said if you wanted to go out and smoke weed or to drink you need to do it at home first because you don't want to be in the street having those first time experiences so it's important as a parent i think to educate your kid at, at home so if they do experience that out and about They know what that is, you know what I mean? And it's not a shock and they're not naive and, you know, just not educated about it. So, Timmy
5: Bright Eyes, I hear you. The girls should have saved the racy stuff for the late night shows, not appropriate for daytime shows. Well, here's the thing. The daytime shows, you have to do upbeat numbers. At brunches, you cannot yeah. do slow numbers. So you want to do the nakedness then. The nighttime shows, you can do a ballad and be gowned up because there's a stage and lighting. So it's a whole different. And they encourage you to do upbeat numbers at the brunches or you won't be booked anymore. So it's not. that's still not the responsibility yeah. of the entertainers. That is the responsibility. I'm taking my kid and the club I worked at here, this girl did a song by Wendy Ho every week called it was the it was a retake off of uh, Get Here. I don't care how you get, but it was Wendy Ho singing "Fuck Me." The name of the song is "Fuck Me If You Can," and it's nonstop. And I would see these kids in here hearing this vulgarity and ridiculous. And the song is catchy for us because we're grown, mm-hmm. but it is ridiculous for children. And I was like, "Oh my God!" So and and I didn't ever expect the girl to change her act. Why would she? This is where she works. This is her job. She's doing her job. But she would always say, and and, and me and this half hated each other. But respectfully, she would always say, "I'm putting out this disclaimer. Uh, this song is going to be inappropriate language and woo woo woo. So you could take your kids out before the show starts. Just yeah. if you took them out in the lobby just until the song was over, and then brought them back. So I have to give her her kudos for that. I ain't gonna get a bitch nothing else, but I'm gonna give her a kudos for that. So that's what that's respectful. But it is preponderous for y'all to want to blame the entertainers or the club owner for this because it's not their fault. You brought your kids to that shit.
3: Yeah, I agree with that.
5: And if I wasn't a trans person and and a performer and I had you, I wouldn't want to expose my children to that because maybe, not to say that they're going to turn gay or turn trans or want to do drag shows, but if you haven't sat down, just like Lauren said, her mom sat down and talked to her, you have to talk to these kids. But I don't know how to explain a man dressed up like a woman at a show that looks like because a lot of campy drag do, uh, 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 brunches It'd be a mm-hmm. lot of, you know, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, is it a circus? Is it, you know, it, I would not know how to explain it. I'm not. I, please don't take that as disrespect because I didn't mean it in a disrespectful way. It's just talking to a kid is very different than talking to an adult or talking mm-hmm. to or sure. even a teenager. You, know, you have to ABC it for the kids to explain what well, this is how they live and and then the whys and the and little kids. Why? But why? But why? I never liked but why. I always wanted to punch my kids in the throat. But why? Boom. Does that mean?
3: No, it's just, <laughs> it, it speaks to different parenting styles because my parents used to say, ask questions. My they kids, I,
5: I I want, but not but thinking. why. When I explained it to y'all, I want to hear, but why?
3: Well, well okay. yeah Yeah. there were those times where my mom was just like i said it shut shut up and just boom because
5: as a parent you'd be like okay i'm I'm not doing no more but why because you have to realize that as a parent sometimes you are uncomfortable explaining it to a child or to your own kid i was uncomfortable like oh when i had to have a sex talk with my biggest kids all three of them i was like i don't want to do this but i had to do it I should have told my daughters earlier. I should have talked to them when they was like four. Shit. <laughs> Especially that older one. Yeah. It, it does open up the question, Bobby. And we're going to open up the lines to you all because we want to know your opinions before we get off. So let's bring Bobby on. I ain't heard from Bobby in a minute. Bobby just kicked COVID's ass. I'm so proud of you, Bobby Clifford.
3: No, Bobby, you had COVID? Oh
5: my Bobby goodness. had COVID. Bobby, come on. Send us a request so we can get you.
3: Yeah.
5: Because Bobby kicked COVID's ass, and COVID is beatable and treatable. I don't know about this new one, but it is beatable and treatable. But you got to fight it.
4: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
6: Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer.
4: Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take iBrandt's Palbocyclip. Ibrance 125-milligram Ibrance tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-NBC negative as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com.
5: Bring on the girls. Bring back. Who, who says that? Bring back hey, my girls. <laughs> Hello. Hi, mm-hmm. Jan. Hi, Bobby C. Hey,
2: hey, Hi, Bobby. Bobby. I'm hey. so happy for your recovery. I didn't know you were down ill. Yeah,
4: I didn't oh. know you had COVID either. It was, it was not pleasant. I had it for two days. I was actually getting ready to go to Jesse's play. And I said, um, I wasn't feeling great. And I said, ah, let me test myself. Because before I went, and I made plans. And bought a ticket and all the, all that, and I turned up positive. I was exhausted, it, it, uh, but I took the antiviral, and that really helped. Horrible aftertaste in your mouth, but it was worth it.
5: There was—is that the Paxlovid? Yes. Oh, Okay, because Biden. That's what we, Biden took. We
4: were, yeah, when we were little, playing. Remember, if your mother gave you an iron pill or gave you a vitamin, Ugh. you had that horrible. So you have just like so people are aware. Oil. You have that tick, yes, but it's for the entire five days that you take it. If you wake up in the middle of the night, you've got the taste. If you roll over and you wake up, you got the taste. It doesn't go away, you have that horrible aftertaste. But that Mm. said, if it's that, or feel the way I felt the first two days that I thought a truck ran over me, I would rather the bad taste. And the minute you stop taking it, it goes away. Okay, okay. So wait a minute, Bob,
5: you had to take the pills for five days?
4: Yes, it's a five-day... Um, so what I did is... So anybody is aware how... Because I had no idea how you got the pills. I called my doctor thinking they were going to prescribe something for me. No. So what happens is the doctor put some sort of link in to the government. You get the pills from the government. They cost you nothing. You get them from Walgreens and CVS and whatnot. And when they give them to you... I looked the same way. I didn't want... Because of my sister, Teresa, I didn't want my family getting um, no. getting COVID... So I what? had the mask and I had gloves and the whole bit. So did the guy on the other side of CVS.
5: <laughs> Thank you for that we info, did. Bob, because that's going to help somebody. No. Somebody needs to, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know you can get yeah, it like that.
4: So that that's what happens. So you tell them, so they send a link. And then what happens is the government sends you a link to your phone. And it says, please answer these questions. Because here's the other thing, everybody. We're not all applicable for it. We, don't, we, we, we all don't qualify. So... Um, you answer a few questions like, do you have diabetes? Do you have high blood pressure? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then it, it says, okay, you're going to qualify in a few moments. Hold your phone because you have a telemed visit. Um, oh. it, and the, the link then puts a little spiral thing and a, a nurse probably in Montana somewhere with booty shorts and a, a tank top, believe it or not. That was her. I could have cared less uh, that she was my, my savior. I said, if this is what God looks like in a tube top then bring it to me. <laughs> She says, You know, I, it looks like you're applicable for it. I'm going to call it in. She was a nurse practitioner. She said, um, You should be getting a call from CVS in the next half hour if there are any questions. And then she sent me another link to um, to um, call her back if there was a problem. Oh,
5: so that's kind like yeah, like of like a Z pack.
4: It's kind of like a Z pack. Without
5: an aftertaste, because yeah. Z pack don't have an aftertaste. Yeah.
4: yeah. And you take it three, there are three pills twice a day. So mm-hmm. it comes in a sheet like a Z pack. And you pop the pills out. You take three at once and then three at once. The other thing that they want you to do that I didn't do because I didn't read it until the end is they want you to try to take them around the same time of day. So if the medication is dispensing evenly throughout the day, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I, I did it whenever my giant red ran- rolled over in bed. I, I put them in. But by day two, I felt like, you know, I was cleaning the house and, and whatnot. I still get a little tired, but other than that, for me, it was waves of exhaustion flame. I don't know if it affected you that way, but I was, you know, I'd be talking like this and I'd be like, oh, guys, I got to go and lay down because I couldn't keep my head up. Um, mm-hmm. wow. And that's how
6: COVID affected
4: me. I Do you know what everybody. strand
3: you had? Because I know that there's a new C, it's like called
4: CA5 or BA5 right. or something like that. Do what? you know what strand you had? I don't. I don't. I went and I, as I said, I tested and I will say I test pretty regularly because of Terry. And it always comes up after the 15 minutes with the one line. I didn't get the three drops in. And boom, I had two lines like in two wow. seconds. So I went, oh, I've got it. No clue. No clue with strain. You know, they didn't discuss that with me or anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty good. I pure out going in a store, out of a store. Um, I wear my mask if it's going to be super Thank crowded. You. If it's not going to be so crowded, I don't. Maybe I got careless there. I was going into, Terry was in rehab at the time after a car accident. And I don't know if I got it in there. Um, I have no idea how I got it, but
5: well, we I glad we glad you fought it in a better way. Yeah. So how are you?
2: I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, you know what? No, 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 you're sorry you for sharing. what, girl?
5: You gave informa- people, I love the information that, 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 that you gave,
2: gave the info. for sharing. Um I am well. I just going through life's trials, but I push through like uh-huh. my son says when you're going through hell, keep pushing. And so I just had an episode of hell, but I pushed through. So all is well.
5: When I go through hell, I'm going to get naked cuz I hear it's quite warm down there.
3: Yes. It, I'm just <laughs> fancy sure. like used to get naked. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: You see I'm being attacked. Oh, my God. I can't take her. <laughs>
4: nope, I, I, will I did COVID with no clothes. I, I was hot. I had a fever. And I'm like, oh, my God, if I ever pass out and some poor fireman has to come in here, God bless him. I left a 50 on the table. So at least he would have been compensated. Oh, <laughs>
5: I, I want to ask both you ladies with the, about the topic that we're talking about, about this whole kids sure. kids going to the drag shows. oh, and I didn't do it that time, y'all. Done. That was well, not, you, that way me, that, that was me. Lauren.
6: That was me. I want
5: both of y'all are parents. How do y'all feel about that? And be honest, and don't be and I don't want the 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 answer because we on live. I want how you really feel as a woman, as a mother, as a parent about the drag shows.
2: Well, I you know, for me, I don't want children around me at all when I'm in a good time space for me.
4: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
2: You know, if I'm out with soar rowers or at a backyard park. I don't want if it's for adults it should be for adults for me Yeah, because not just for the entertainers you might not know what I'm gonna say after I've had a couple of drinks right. and I resent having to safeguard myself you know what I mean As
5: ain't older God, as, and as nine. older people you know what our parents used to tell us ain't no kids in here which means you right. had to leave the room did you ever hear right, yeah. that Lauren from your mm-hmm. mama? Yeah, ain't no kids in here. Oh, right. don't, uh, before we go any further, I just want to give a great shout out to my co-host here and my manager and my friend because. Angelina Jolie's daughter is going to Spelman, oh, and Lauren agree. Hogan had a big hand in that, y'all, because she met and worked with Angelina Jolie. And so, you know, she sells Spelman to everybody. She's so Angelina, and her daughter is going to Spelman. So, shout out to I Lauren Hogan for getting Angelina born. Jolie and her daughter.
3: No, I mean, I don't know if it was solely my responsibility, but um, I did have a really great conversation with both of them. Um, we were at the Regency West in LaMert Park, and she right. actually came down. It was a Spelman informational. So, I'm just glad to see that she decided to go to Spelman. So congratulations to her. She's going to be a part am of amazing too. sisterhood.
5: Okay, now back to topic. I had to give my sister, my girl, her praise <laughs> Thank for that because you. you know you. she right. might have hit me. Y'all know she beat me off camera. Okay, come on. Yeah.
4: <laughs> the lies that are told on this platform is crazy. Anyway. I agree with Jan hundred percent. I can't stand when people bring kids to weddings and stuff, especially when they're not invited and people just bring them along. If I want, I want to have fun. I want to have fun. Like I left mine at home, and I don't think. In my opinion, I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody. I don't think a drag show is, is, especially for anybody under, you know, up until 12 years of age. I don't think it's, it's the place for it. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of questions. And you have to be 100% be able to answer those kids' questions. You're not going to be able to tap dance and, and not tell them exactly what's going on.
5: Let me ask, I, you, I don't well, let me ask you both a question. And you too, Lauren. Mm-hmm. Do you think it makes a difference if it's a little boy or a little girl? No. No, to me, no, 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 okay. I, nope. I'm just asking, nope.
4: I think no. if you yeah. asked
3: um a straight man that question, they would say something different, but personally, I don't think maybe so. no, probably
5: they would and say and, and I'm only and I'm only and I'm defending my 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 entertainers because I still love to do a drag show sometimes, you right. know, I just I still love to go to, but I wouldn't have taken my, I never took my children with me to just sit and watch the direct show. When I took my children with me, I was on the show and, and I didn't have a babysitter because they were young at the time or, right. um, I just wanted them at the show with me because we may have something to do right after. I don't know what the scenario was, but it was not like it was an every week thing. And I Mm -hmm. think I've only took them to a drag show twice. Once when they were on with me and once when I did Botch, then we did the reveal and they had to be there. And My son was uncomfortable with me shaking my ass in a dress while he had to watch at the time. I think he might have been 10 or 11 because that was years ago. So I was uncomfortable. and As a parent, I was uncomfortable, but I still wanted to give the same show. We had the TV camera was watching us, so I had to give the same show that I would give, even though my son was sitting there because my daughters always thought I was the Queen of England. But my mm-hmm. son was right. like, "Dude, I don't want to see that." You right. know. So as a it, dad yeah. and as a parent, I had to explain to him, "This is what I do. This is who I was before y'all came. I'm not going to ask you to change your life from who you are. Please don't ask me to change, man." And that's how I talked to my son. Good. Well, Good.
4: that that's appropriate, and I also think you just said something in there. You ought to give the same show. So these shows are set up for the masses. They're not set up for one person and one exception. Right. And if I'm paying the same money as Jan, who brought her son to the drag show, why should I have less of a show? Because mm-hmm. Jan brought her child. Right. It's not him. And don't cheat
2: me because somebody else got to say damn don't, don't cheat me. me. Yeah. <laughs>
5: it, is, it is a crazy time, y'all. Listen, Bobby, I want you to stay safe and continue where your man yeah. The way it's looking, girl, I don't know what they're going to do. Are y'all going to get the monkey pox vaccine? Bobby Probably may not. I'm Bobby may not need to. Jan, are you going?
4: <laughs> I know I don't get out much. Skin to skin, I, my, I wish.
5: Jan, my, do a lot of skin, skin to skin, boo.
2: I am, but You're I try to keep business. it.
3: I, I try to keep it consistently. <laughs> you, you keep it consistent with the same
4: skin. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Consistent and consensual. That's her motto. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Oh, ooh. I don't have a problem because I did the smallpox. I've done ch- chicken pox. You know, I had them, but I. And would that's have, all monkeypox on it. That's the monkeypox
3: yeah. vaccine. It's just it's a, a yeah.
4: derivative of the
3: smallpox vaccine. That's, that's right. what it is. So right. yeah, it's a little too I many poxes. Pox.
5: It's too many poxes for me. Damn it! What do you see I, this? The hell with a monkeypox! What do you see this tranny box? Who the hell is a damn about a damn monkeypox? Good God! I'm gonna take it though. If I can get it, I'm gonna take it. 'Cause I don't want I am
4: too. I got too much square footage here. Could you imagine of <laughs> the parks? I'd have like a gazillion. The pox will be on the pot. I can't do that. No, it's kind
5: of Bobby, you are a mess bobby thank you for th- <laughs> bobby thank you for sharing and i'm telling you something Ooh. that information that you gave about the packs of that's going to help somebody because somebody yeah. did not know that i, I want to bring my sister yeah. tasha on she thank does you. uh she's a female impersonator she does fantastic drag shows because i want to get it from, from another person's perspective that's okay. actually involved yeah, in. absolutely tasha long so.
4: thanks girls i appreciate it thank you bobby I'm clipper
5: tt jen i'm you. gonna see you on thursday yeah oh, yeah that's her right on right, your show, right? All right, my okay. ladies. All right, Bye.
2: love you guys more.
5: Those are my, fl- those are flame mats, baby, for life. See, those are the bad girls of, of comedy. Bobby, Lev- did, did you invite TT? I call her TT Long. We mm-hmm. got TT Long and a TT Janet. Yeah, it is. Uh, and and please, we don't want to make this controversial. I just don't think Congress should be involved in this. Tasha, I see everything but you. <laughs> Let me turn it around, Joe. I see everything but you. Ooh, there, <laughs> there she is, Miss America. Tasha, let me introduce you to my co- my beautiful co-host, Lauren Hogan. Lauren, say hello to T.T. Long. Hi, pleasure to meet you. Hey, Lauren. It's a pleasure meeting you. Who is all them bitches in the back of you? I don't know none of them hoes.
1: <laughs> I don't need the
5: girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tasha, the question is, and I'm telling you, I am not against it because I I do drag shows. I worked brunches. How do you feel when when people bring children to the show that's really underage? When I'm talking about children, I'm thinking 3 to 11. When, and Tasha, you got a beautiful body. You do Tina. You do Dionne Warwick. You get naked. You know, how do you feel as an entertainer? Does it make you uncomfortable?
1: We're talking 3 to 11? Yes. At the drag show, at the brunch. Because they can't come to the night shows. They can't come to the brunch. Now, when I'm performing and I see that, I think it's cute. And I'll, and I'll, you know, try to be very um, respectful, you know. But, you know, my show is not X-rated. Mine is mostly G-rated, so it's okay. But for those that, are, there are some venues that I work at that will tell the entertainers or will tell the MC if it's a 7 o'clock show, 8 o'clock show, and they think kids are coming in, or even if it's a 12 o'clock show, noon, and the kids are coming in, we need you guys to watch what you say. Hmm.
5: But so, what about the clothes? So what about the what about when you uh, want to show boobs and body? You know that's part of. I don't. Character. I
1: personally don't think that it's a good idea. Um, because even though I I have a G rated show, there are times that I make gestures that's not appropriate for kids. You know what I'm saying? And there's no disrespect to the entertainers out there. I think if, if the parent, if I think 11 years old, if the parent brings, that's cool. That's cool. Hey, you Morgan, Morgan
5: McMichaels. Hey, Morgan, from the RuPaul's Drag Race. I, I just think that, I, I first of all, I don't think that they should bring the kids to some of the drag brunches. And I only say that because some of the drag brunches, they encourage you. First of all, you can't do ballads. So you, you don't need to be gowned up and all glamorous and classy. They want you to be raunchy and high energy and high-end numbers. And, and that's not to say that they don't have high-end numbers that are not x-rated but so many people want to do Beyonce and Rihanna you know the popular girls that's naked and scandalous Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B so are you, ta- so are you talking about the lyrics or are you talking about their gestures I'm talking about the lyrics I'm talking about the costumes I'm talking about the gestures because, because they I, hear the lyrics on, on the radio well that's not what I'm saying I'm saying that the children is, they want to fault the entertainers or the club owners I'm, you can't fault the club owners or the entertainers no. I'm not going to no. change my act because you didn't change yours when I say that I mean you knew what you were coming to don't go to the owner and complain about this girl doing Tina Turner half naked when you brought your kid here and you knew what it was You know, and Morgan, Morgan is on here. Morgan always give that disclaimer because she works at the Hamburger Mary's out in Ontario. I'll say that name. And uh, a lot of kids come and Morgan is raunchy on the mic and raunchy. But she will always say, honey, it might not be the best, most kid friendly show. So she says that before so you can take your kids somewhere else.
6: That is what I'm saying. Congress
5: Congress is trying to blame the entertainers and the club owners. That's not on us. That's not on me. That's not on you.
1: That is the argument.
5: Yeah, that is the argument.
1: Oh. But I I feel when the parents um, allow their kids to come in there, it makes the entertainer feel as though, okay, well, you brought them in here. We're going to do our show. Which the show that they might do may not be up to par for the parent. But, But you know, that's that's. yeah, you
5: know, yeah. That is fair. If, That's if, a fair, Tina, yes, if sure. Tina dropped the song today, Tasha, and you are one of the greatest Tina Turner impersonators in the world next to me. Uh, th- let me say it right. <laughs> but if Tina dropped the song today and with, with her old body and was naked and goo woo, 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 baby, you don't think that you would get that costume and do that? And
1: you're not going to change um, yeah. your ad? And I don't want any kids... I'm messing with my money <laughs> or messing with my artistic impressions because they're there, yeah. you know, because there hey are Morgan. adults there that want to see stuff like that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like, yeah. And so when my
5: it's, su- a, it's a, it's a, mm. that's a, I don't know. That's well, well, I don't want them blaming. Hey, Morgan, I don't want them blaming the entertainers or the club owners. Hey, Morgan, Michaels, RuPaul's Drag Race. Hey,
0: Morgan. Hello, Mr. Clay Monroe. Talk about Sasha Long. Sorry. Hey, baby. How are you? I am good. I'm very excited to join this conversation. I was like, I need to be in this. You do
5: because you host brunches and kids, and I've been at brunches with you, and bitch, you know your mouth is filthy, ignorant, and, and worse than mad, but you always give a want, disclaimer.
1: Well, and Flame, I don't want to sound hip, hip, hypocritical because I have a profile picture that I had up maybe a month ago with me doing a brunch, and there was a kid outside, and I gave him a hug. And they took the picture of that, but at the same time, like I said, when you see them, you be oh, that's so sweet. But you don't think, you know, yeah. of what's going on at that particular time. And then when I go back, I will be like, hmm, yeah, I wonder how that's Yeah,
5: all right. Well, thank you, TT Long, for giving us that. Y'all can follow Tasha; she does her show every Thursday on her lab. We're gonna talk to Morgan Tasha. I'm gonna call you after I got some shit to tell you. I love you girl. Thank you, my you, you do it because you know I don't know how to do it. Hi, Morgan. So, Morgan. How do I get out of this? Oh. I still <laughs> want you to come us
0: to, us come to LA.
5: Yeah. Right. We want you to do But Morgan's telling you to come to LA so she going to book you. But let me tell you about oh, yeah. that because I've told my flamettes who Morgan McMichael is to me. Because when I was blacklisted here in Southern California from working at the drag shows, Morgan went against the grain of all the bitches that told her not not only that they didn't want me working at their club, they were told everybody, don't book me anywhere. Morgan went against the grain and said, You know what? The bitch is entertaining. She's on time. I like her. She always booked me. So I love her. and me and Morgan have had words before. But I love yeah. some Morgan McMichael. So thank you for joining us today, Morgan. I
0: um, I think it's so interesting that, you know, the expectations of of entertainers um right now are you know they're trying to i feel like we're trying to be boxed in i feel like we we do what we do and like flame said i give a disclaimer and you know if there are kids in the audience that's a parent's decision i think but i also tend to tone it down if there are kids there especially with the words i use on the microphone and like at night, Slayton, you know, we go ham hey, on that mic. Well, the it,
5: kids don't really come at night, but, but in yeah. the brunch is in the daytime. So, and we've been, and, and Morgan, you know, when you book us, y'all encourage us to do high energy numbers for brunch, upbeat numbers. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes we're naked. Sometimes it's a scandal, but I I, I love that you give disclaimers. A lot of entertainers and MCs or hosts don't. They just go for it. They're like, it ain't my kid. You shouldn't have brought them you know?
0: And the thing I like about like Hamburger Mary's in Ontario, which is the only brunch that I do do that is a, a kind of a, a restaurant all ages, is that they're willing to give the parents money back or the the table their money back before anything's ordered or any you know mm-hmm. any foods because it is a drag show and like you said, drag is a, a, as an artistic expression of the individual and like Flame, you are not only Celebrity illusionist <laughs> outside of the the comedy. Like, so if you're on the mic, yes, it's comedy. But like, if I said, "Hey, I need Tina Turner right now," or "Hey, we're gonna do whatever," and you're like, "I can, I can uh, uh, accommodate you," and that, and we do that. But then, drag is sexy. Drag is fun, and drag. They, there's a lot of bachelorettes. There's a lot of um, birthday parties, and you know. Divorce parties or whatever the kind of parties they have. They are not trying to sit there and see some G-rated stuff. They want to see some raunchy things, too. So it, we walk a fine line as entertainers. And, like, I just believe it's up to the parents.
5: Well, how do you stop. feel about Congress implementing that? Because Congress is actually trying to blame the entertainers and the club owners. That's not on Congress. That's not <laughs> on the entertainers. Morgan, if you going to do one of your... What number I'd love to see you do? Oh... uh, ooh, uh just fell away with me to another world. Uh, that song i don't even know the name of but you have on your little blue jean shorts with your body out and everything and Mm -hmm. the the breast and those breast plates look real to me sometimes so imagine what it looks like to a four-year-old or five-year-old coming to that with pacies on they don't understand that so this is why i'm saying congress needs to mind the business that pays them a drag show ain't stopping that and parents don't need to blame the drag queens the entertainers or the club owners for you brought your kid to this you knew
0: what you were coming to well, I think there's a big narrative right now, especially from the the, the right wingers that are they're, they're they're deflecting, and it was been this this all started just after the shooting, at, and all of a sudden we are groomers and we are these people that are trying to to take kids into a, a different place. Now, Flynn, you're a parent, and I have known about don't
5: your reman- kids. don't remind me.
0: I've known about your kids. <laughs> since I met you, you know, you've always talked about them and you've done whatever it took to make them happy and, and, and safe. And I, I'm not a parent personally, but I also think that, you know, I think they're fucking with the wrong community because like you're picking on the LGBTQ community and they always have, but now they're targeting like the ones that are the strongest and the craziest and the ones that will fight back the most entertainers, whether we are, Cisgendered males, transgender, whatever, whatever kind of cat- like category we fall into, we're entertainers, and we've always been the ones to raise money for each other, to raise money for the community, to spearhead and to fight back. Now, you want to pick a fight with us? Please feel free. Please, I would love to. I would love to go head to head. But you have to understand that if you in Congress are going to pick on entertainers and call us groomers and all that, we're the ones that do the most for the community outside of our own.
3: And to be honest, y'all also are the ones that got us through the pandemic, if we're going to be honest. so
0: just saying. But if you're going to do that, you definitely have to figure out what's going to happen at Hooters. You're going to have to figure out what's going to happen at any place. um, Tilted kilt, any place where children are allowed. And there are uh, women or men, waiters or waitresses that are scantily clad or any sort of like where you know it's these right wingers this this republican situation they are the 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 party of small government but they seem to be the ones trying to control private lives
5: and y'all know morgan is scottish so she liked the fight let me just <laughs> tell y'all right now <laughs> not hi morgan somebody is calling you tell him i say you won't laugh with I me
0: what, i don't know what happened um I know. I, I it was Honey Davenport, actually, but you know, I always think like you know, if we're going like they're going to have to go to concerts, they're going to have yeah. to go to what, what about cheerleading, football games? What have what about all of these things where sexuality is just a part of our 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 society, whether we like to admit it or not.
5: Yeah, and see Morgan, I was with the whole story time library thing with the drag queens doing story time until they started dressing like fucking Rihanna and Cardi B at the library. If you're gonna <clears throat> dress see, like I- Mrs. Doubtfire, I'm gonna let my kids come and listen to story time. But if you're gonna dress like a hooker, no, it's inappropriate to me.
0: Well, you know there is there is tact and there is uh, kind of. So- you should have some tact and you should, and we shouldn't tell any, any queen what to do with their aesthetic or how they express themselves. But you know what? Sometimes you're not for everything. You're not for every event. And I know that someone like myself, you know, if I was to go do a drag queen story time, I would want to dress up like something fantasy. I would want to dress up in some sort, but you know what flame, this is, this has been a conversation with people, like you and I who've been doing drag before Drag Race and the popularity in society of drag, of of Drag Race, excuse me. So there's a certain time and there's a certain place for things that, you know, you don't go to Palm Springs and say, you know, it's just an older crowd there, for instance, and they are are into more Tina Turner. They're Mm -hmm. into more Diana Ross and and, uh, all of the the divas. Well, generally that age group of men are into Donna Summer and, you know, Madonna, Kylie Minogue esque music. Yeah. But then you don't bring Cardi B to a place like that. Yeah. It's just you should know your audience and you should know how to to accommodate for that. I'm so getting my
5: you... I'm getting my audition reel for RuPaul's drag race ready for the season the next season.
0: Now Flame, here's <laughs> here's my thing. let me tell you a story about it. And I was just having this conversation the other day. I am so happy that there's so many beautiful trans women um, and, and non-binary uh, entertainers on RuPaul's Drag Race now, and they're really being celebrated. But here's what I need. Here's what I need. I need a girl, a transgendered woman. I need a, a girl that walk the walk. And, like, a, an OG fight you in a minute on-site bitch. That's what I need
5: who you, want, love, me to, who you want me to Tasha these, Long with Jess on here you can get her she's all that
0: I'm telling you I love I love these new girls And they're, you know they're so but you know I need a bitch that sucked a dick for a dollar
5: <laughs> well I don't know her cause a dollar was never in my boy. Right?
0: <laughs> but you know what I'm saying I know what you're but saying but I, I want someone that's actually w- experienced the trans lifestyle for decades I I wanted like a Dina Cass I oh my want oh god yes I want someone that's going to snap back and and snap next, you know.
5: I want I want Ruth you and you guys to do a half trans and half drag queen show. I think that would be for uh, Mimi and Stasha and Raquel and and some hey gr- gorgeous beautiful entertainers and then you have a bunch of good drag queens that's already that would be a great show.
0: A legendary like a, just even having legendary queens on there. Like and it's not this whole like age situation because some of the most beautiful queens and the most entertaining queens to me are are the divas from like stars of the century and like these Atlanta girls and like yeah. when when you have people like Tommy Ross, like th- all these fans of Drag Race, who I love and I think they're they are getting to see such fantastic things, like and these new queens like Carrie Colby and and, and Cornbread and they're so entertaining and mm-hmm. they're great. But let a bitch come out, let a bitch come out like Raquel Lord, like
5: and Tasha Long. Tasha is Tasha yeah. is one of the greatest fucking entertainers we have ever had in a drag. And I ain't saying that because that bitch on here. I always tell her that Fantasia. Fantasia will be fantastic on Drag Race.
0: Could you imagine just what the fabric Fantasia would have on Drag Race on that on that stage? And I feel like the the, the fans of Drag Race are missing out on so many aspects of. The drag community because you know there things are starting to be introduced like trans yeah. people are starting to get on Drag Race and we've seen people like Evie Oddly and yeah all of these kind of uh, avant garde drag I love it I just want more
5: I'm I love like see- I'm loving the, the, the inclusion that's happening with Drag Race now because that was always my issue there was no inclusion Morgan might I say that you're a very handsome young man with that beard my darling oh my god I'm almost turned on. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, if I didn't know what you look like with a wig on, bitch, I might be trying to holler.
0: <laughs> but you um but you know I want to even see more inclusion on dry Race. I want to see some uh some trans men as the pit crew. I want to see some trans Ooh. women as the pit crew. We're the lesbian pit crew. You know, I wanna see more diversity on that side, not just with the queens. But it's it's moving along and it's moving forward. That's all that really, really matters.
5: Morgan, I so appreciate you coming on with us and just sharing it because, Morgan, you do shows, what, three, four times a week? So you're always experiencing all kind of audiences. And you're right. You really do need to know your audience. But it's just weird when you at the drag brunch and you don't know who's coming because they don't tell you who's coming and four or five right. kids come and you you know, I already got in my mind. I'm about to do this scandalous. number, you know, and I didn't bring another costume to change. You know, it makes you feel kind of, and then they want, the people always want the kid to come up and tip you. And I do think that that's really cute but if i get my tits out and I'm shaking my ass in the kia face you know that is that is just inappropriate
0: well you know <clears throat> there has been a, there has been a time of like you know we had this kid come like obviously in through the show and you know they came up and they tipped and i brought them up to do a little twirl and i people were tipping the kid but then someone had complained like oh my god that's like prostitution i said baby that's a child and I oh think Lord. that those I think that those people that are accusing us of grooming and accusing us of trying to be sexual with these kids are the ones that are guilty of it themselves and they're trying to deflect. And I also feel like I don't know anybody. I have never met anybody that's even maybe I don't pay attention, but I just don't think that anybody that I know is even interested in doing any of that all the all the queens that i know are are trying to take care of homeless kids or bring in people that need help or or donate and like you know i just i'm i'm quite mind boggled Mm -hmm. by like that that path that people are trying to put us on and like oh groomers like i'm sorry like i don't know about you but i certainly don't have time to be looking for no kids
4: (laughs)
5: <laughs> like, and I'm, and look, I'm trying to get rid of man. I damn sure don't want nobody else.
0: <laughs> they're almost they're almost old enough.
5: Thank God for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Morgan, you know I'm going to have to come and do me a drag show. I ain't did a drag show in quite some time. I had to come and do me a drag show with you one day
0: soon. Well, if you, if you ever get a minute, if you ever get a minute to like off that comedy tour.
5: This lady got me working. Blame her. Good.
0: Good. Well, that's a good thing. I like whenever I see my friends and my family, um and they, they they get on these shows like drag race or, or the comics like on tv and i'm watching my friends on tv i don't want to see you i don't want to see you i like when mayhem for instance got on drag race i was like i don't want to see you I, i'll see you next year i want you to be gone i want to FaceTime time with you because i want my friends to be successful and busy so whenever you do get a minute and do get a second to come hang out come hang out but uh- if not I will. Okay, I'll, you
5: okay, know I'll I will, Morgan. I always I feel indebted to you always because no. you knew what I was up against down here in Southern California. And it was never cuz I was not entertaining and didn't have beautiful clothes and the crowd didn't love me. It was cuz people didn't like me for personal reasons. Personal reasons never stopped my talent. And thank you for no. seeing my talent, Morgan.
0: Well, cuz you and I are very much similar in that respect. They don't like us cuz we're unapologetic about who we are.
5: That's because I'm part Scottish, I just didn't tell you. <laughs>
0: Right, I knew it. I knew. You know they they say there's black Irish. I knew you were black Scottish. Ooh,
5: I'm good in black too. Oh, Morgan, I love you. Thank you for I coming on and sharing the insight with us. Morgan Mac. y'all follow Morgan Mac- Michael. She's RuPaul's Drag Race. She is Cal- Southern California royalty. She got a show right. everywhere. I'm gonna come to a Mickey's one Monday night because that's what I like. I like Mickey's.
0: Oh yeah, and you know what? I'm super excited because I started booking Mickey's, um, in February. I, I took over the booking, and uh, we're there's now a trans entertainer in the show every week. There's at least two queens of color in the show every oh,
5: week. Oh, Morgan, thank
0: we're, you for that. We're really diversifying, and we've I connected uh, Mickey's uh, showgirls to an amazing charity called Sisters. <clears throat> so every week we do a group number at the end, and we donate uh, those tips to a charity. So so far we've raised over nine thousand dollars for this charity in uh it's called sisters in pittsburgh it's run by trans women of color for trans people of color and i implore any show director any uh person that does drag and does a drag show connect your club and your show to a charity
1: Oh, Do Morgan, it. that
5: is great miss morgan you are a bad mother shut your mouth i love that i love you for that thank you my darling I you it. are beautiful All right, be good. Th- thank you morgan Wow, what a show we had y'all today Lauren Hogan, thank you for coming to work today Look, <laughs> look, thank what, me for
3: coming I'm messing with you, I Lauren oh, like, no, see, see, She's been
5: sitting there too quiet for too long now I ain't had too much time
3: Well no, you at, at times like this in the show Where I'm not familiar with the topic You know I will sit back and just let you have the conversation Because I'm not all immersed in drag I don't I don't know the ins and outs of it So it's, it's okay for me you to be You work quiet.
5: for AHF, you've seen plenty of drag, honey I have <laughs> but thank you guys thank you for the information listen what's, whatever's important to you and to your family or how you raise your children that is on you the, the, the responsibility falls on you not on your kid not on your kid not on mm-hmm. the entertainer and not on the club owner it's on you please protect yourself if you can get the monkey vaccine I'm encouraging you guys to get mm-hmm. it because this ain't even about sex this is about skin to skin and y'all know y'all love to hug me and touch on me and take pictures with me and I don't want to seem rude or ignorant or, or disgruntled but no because I don't want the monkey pox. <laughs> I'm telling you now, it's a no for me. Because I can't do it. I'm scared.
3: Well, on that note, uh, here at Life and Learn, we have a saying that we're never trying to get anybody to change your mind. Always just trying to get you to use your mind. Because?
5: And in order to, have, to use your mind, you have to have one. Tasha's I- IG address is Tasha Alone, The Tasha Alone. August 17th, I will be in Columbus, Ohio at the Columbus Funny Bone. You can go to the website to get your tickets. I'm going to make a commercial about it right now. Uh, there goes Tasha right there. The Tasha Long. Follow her. She does a great show every Thursday on live. If you ever get a chance to see that woman live, her Dionne Warwick and her Tina Turner is so phenomenal. Her Whoopi Goldberg, she's a woman of characters, and she does them greatly. Uh, follow her and do that. I'm at Tommy T's in Pleasanton, California, August 26th through 28th. Go to the website to get your tickets. And Chicago, September the 1st and the 4th, Tasha Long will be on my show in Chicago, September the 4th for the brunch or for the first one of them. She won one of the shows. might be on both of them. Uh, You can get your tickets at Eventbrite under He She Wee. It's under Flame Monroe. It's under Flame Monroe. So go to Eventbrite and get your tickets. Thank you guys for joining us. Use your mind. Think for yourselves because the decision that you make, the only person that's responsible for that decision at the end of it, if you're happy with it or not happy with it, is the person that's looking back at you in your mirror. This is Flame Monroe. This is Lauren Hogan. That is Mr. Kendall. Follow Lauren Hogan at Lauren Armani H on Instagram. And please subscribe to her youtube page which is lauren hogan mm-hmm. also she has built um the laugh and learn laugh and page, learn page. yes and it, you guys
3: have been following us too so um we're actually going to probably going to start going live from that platform going forward so make sure you follow us that way you can get the notification when we start our lives um that's at laugh and learn podcast and, and you can follow flame at monroe flame on instagram marcus L. Monroe parker on facebook don't follow the twitter it's full of porn and flame monroe 125 on tiktok
5: Oh, that's right. I do have TikTok. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And Instagram, I'm at Monroe Flame. Y'all out here, right? I said that already. Flame Mets, I love you. I thank you guys. Please follow Morgan McMichaels, Bobby Clifford. TTJN does the real TTJN every Thursday night. She has a column where she, uh, she comes on live. She's greatly, worldly lived. She talks about everything. She'll answer your questions. And we appreciate you. Bah. Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you guys. This is Flame Row. <laughs> Don't forget to laugh, listen and learn.
0: From BBC Radio 4,
1: Britain's
2: biggest paranormal podcast
1: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny
2: USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed.
0: (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
3: AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream.